Welcome to Spark Creators, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. This podcast invites creators and entrepreneurs from all over to share their stories and ideas. We believe every kid is creative. It's just a matter of taking that first step and starting now. We hope this podcast can inspire you to create something that makes a difference in the world. If you want to stay inspired, remember to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Or visit us at peachandplumlab.com slash podcast. Hey everyone, this is Lee. I am your host at Spark. Today, I wanted to introduce you to a new co-host, Ria Merchandani. So Ria, say hi to everyone and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Rhea. I'm 10 years old and I go to Ohlone Elementary School in Palo Alto, California. Um, I like art and I like to dance, but the reason I want to be the co-host is because I want to help other kids so they can become as successful as some of the people we're interviewing. Yeah, it's not like only about successful people, right? It's also about yeah. creative people, compassionate people, like, you know, people who are loving, caring, and just yeah. to learn all those qualities, yeah. So we are creating this special episode because we are just about to dive into another series called Small Hearts, Big Love. Have you ever wondered why when you see someone is crying in a movie and you want to cry too? Have you ever wondered why some people feel sad when they see homeless dogs or cats and they decided to take them home to raise them? Um, those are great questions, yeah, but I definitely had cried when I um, watched like a movie or a TV show and sometimes I would cry even watching a advertisement that only lasts for two minutes, yeah, so... But do you know what the sad feeling that you have or the urge um, that you wanted to help when concerning others, um, people's emotion or suffering is called compassion or empathy. And do you have that? Do you ever feel that, Ria? Like, yeah, what touches you most? And uh, do you ever cry because of something, somebody or some kind of situations? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I feel like... I get touched by other people, sometimes in movies, sometimes in real life. It's almost, it's like you said, it's empathy. It's like almost caring for each other so much that you're like almost feeling their emotions. Mm, yeah, so you care about people. So basically, if someone else cry in front of you, like you will feel their emotion and yeah. maybe you will feel sad too. Yeah. Yeah, it's contaminating, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically it's connected. Yeah. Um, so the Webster Dictionary defines the word compassion as uh, sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering for misfortune uh, of others. It involves a desire to reduce the suffering of another. So I personally think it means to come together and have passion. That is all about compassion, right? So these two are very strong components, um, come together and passion. It is an idea of unity. So having concernment for some other people rather than yourself, 
connecting with people with、um, passion, come together as passion is meant. Compassion. Do you ever feel passionate about something, Ria? Well, yeah, I do. I feel passionate about many things. I feel passionate about doing, I guess, what's right. Like、um, last year, I went out of my way a lot. Like I joined a board of this community, like called Mosaic, and I signed up for this club after school. It was about like peace and. Solve world problems, and I studied about world hunger a lot last year. Like I really want to help it. I really feel like it's something that needs to change. It's something that guess I'm passionate about. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it sounds like it's something that you feel, and then something that you cannot really control because your heart is going toward that, right? Yeah. So, but what about the definition? I guess, like official definition. Yeah, like can you share a little bit? Yeah, about that with us. Yeah. Well, in the Webster's dictionary, it means to have strong and barely controllable emotion to others. In some relig- religions, it means the sacrifice. Either way you look at it, it has a lot to do with the heart. First, your heart has to feel something. Being touched or moved, then that feeling transfers into emotion. For example, you would cry or feel bitter or sad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the same as、uh, empathy, actually very similar to compassion. It is the ability to put oneself in the other person's place. And this is a very popular word in the design field, since I am designer. Yeah,、uh, because as a designer, the very first step、uh, before we dive into any project is actually to understand our audience. And Stanford D School and a design agency called Ideal, and they all use this design method that put empathy and、um, as the number one step among its five、um, step design methods. So, if anyone is interested in design thinking process, and you can just simply Google design thinking, and you'll find more about what I was talking about、uh, on the empathy as a design method. So, besides the two examples we made earlier, crying about a movie and taking care of homeless animals, what are other examples of great compassion or empathy? Mm, good question. So that is exactly the reason why we are creating、uh, the next series about small hearts and big love, and we are going to invite four young social、uh, entrepreneurs who, or the fundraisers, you know, or someone who really care about certain cause,、uh, to come over here and share with us about their、um, passion and compassion and also touching stories. So the first one we will、uh, have on Spark is Ryan Hickman. He started his recycling business since he was three and a half years old, and、uh, he has done so much for the environment. Has been cleaning his communities, and for almost seven years now, he's around ten right now. Yeah, and he has also donated more than eight thousand dollars to the local memorial center、uh, to like to save sick sea animals and and just to take care of you know like the environment in general. Yeah. Wow, that's very cool. The second guest we have is Ellie Zika. Along with her family, she built a nonprofit organization called Kidnets. 
They developed some knitting toolkits to teach kids how to knit. They have introduced this knitting workshop to many schools in the U.S. Most importantly, though, the yarn they're using came from countries like Chile, Rwanda, Kenya, and Mexico. So the women produce the yarns can make a living for their family and get out of poverty. So on、um, the third guest we are going to have is Neha Gupta, and she is already in college. But when she was nine years old, she started a nonprofit organization called Empower Orphans, and she had a huge empathy toward orphans in India and U.S. So she actually took the action to help them. Over the past fourteen years, she has helped raise more than seven hundred thousand dollars and saved thirty thousand orphans across the globe. So she will be、um, with us and talking about the ripple effects and how a little action can actually create big impact in the world. Our last guest we are featuring on the series is Catherine Coma, who finds the greatest compassion towards kids in Africa who die from malaria every thirty seconds. Started her baby steps by bo- donating bed nets to an organization called Nothing But Nets, and she was able. To raise millions of dollars towards the single mission to fight malaria in Africa. Yeah, so the common theme for this whole series is love, and especially the love from the little hearts when they were really young.、Um, all of our guest example has demonstrated tremendous compassion toward a certain cause that they really care about or passionate about. So compassion and definitely is a very loving spirit that can change the world. Yeah, that's true. Compassion is a loving spirit. The only hope for us to make this series of small hearts, big love, is that you, our kid listeners, can be inspired by their stories. Thus, you want to take action and start doing something to help. Tiny efforts count. Yes, I believe in you. Every kid. If you have a heart towards something that you are passionate about, I know it is the love and the pure passion that you have. So try to think about some ways that you can practice your compassion. And here are some ways I can think of. And if you have any other ways that you can, you know, like think of, and if you wanted to tell me about it, so make sure to email me at lee at entrepreneurkid dot com, and I would love to hear from you. So. The first thing I was thinking that you can practice compassion、uh, and empathy is what about try to imagine yourself in others' shoes. For example, when you see someone who is crying, like say your sibling or your classmates or just anyone you see on the TV、um, or in the movie, can you try to imagine the pain and the suffering that they're going through?、Um, think as much. Uh, details as possible, then you will start to feel why they are feeling so sad or painful, and and I think that's just the first step. Just trying to understand their position and really understand where they're coming from, and in order to feel how they feel, yeah. Yeah, the second step is to try to think of a time that you also felt some similar things. To compare yourself, think, what does that feel like? Do you remember the last time you lost your pet, or when your best friend moved out of town? So the second point is to compare to other situations when something similar you've experienced. You can think something like, "I understand how that feels because I lost my dog, just like me. He also needs love and care from his parents." 
Yes. So after you compare your feeling with the others, then um, the third step maybe you can do is to practice in action. So try to do something small, like really small, but then um, that can really help the other person. As I said previously, even tiny things counts. Um, for example, just smile at a person or say some kind words. Just simply maybe sharing with another person how do you feel and tell them um, that you understand their feelings. Can you step out like to do that to a family member or a friend or even a stranger? And um, once you practice this, I think you kind of can feel like. Um, how other people is receiving uh, what you wanted to give to them, like your love, your compassion. Yeah. The fourth and final step is to deal with those that mistreat us. In these compassion practices, it is not only wanting to ease the suffering we love and meet, but also those who mistreat us. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes it is very easy to have compassion towards some, like, really direct and obvious things. Mm, for example, um, I mean, as an adult, right, we drive and sometimes we see people cutting us off. And maybe as a kid, you get bullied um, by someone in school or in your neighborhood. And uh, what do you do? What do you think? Do you always act angry or have you ever thought about why that person is reacted that way? So I'm just thinking about like, can you see situations where um, like see through other people's misfortune? You were connecting um, their background or their childhood stories and to maybe come up with some reasons. Say, oh, the reason this guy did this is because they actually didn't have a good day, you know, or uh, they're having a really hard time in their life. So did you ever try to go through that route when you like get bullied or when you getting caught off in the line. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it's really, really hard because our emotion is really hard to control when someone else is not treating us well, right? So, Ria, yeah, did you, like, did you ever get angry, like, at other kids or at any other things? And how does that feel like? Well, I mean, I have, but it was, like, hard to control your emotions on the spot. Um, I was actually at school and there were just like these kids who were doing really annoying stuff to me and I just got really angry at them and well I kind of regret doing it now but I guess it was just my decisions on the spot yeah I yelled at them and I tr I told them to stop and then like because they kept doing it I told the teacher and I thought that I was being the good person but I realized what they were doing wasn't causing me any harm it was just that I didn't enjoy, enjoy it, it. Yeah. yeah but real I think you did the right thing even though it might be a little frustrating but you dealt it really well sometimes when you are a kid it's just really hard to get people to listen to you you ask help from your teacher instead of fighting with them yourself. I think that's the right thing to do. You didn't do anything wrong. They started from the very beginning and you really don't have to feel guilty about it. So just a side note to every kid who is listening. It is always good to seek for help from an adult like your parents, your relatives, 
Um, you know, when you feel something is not right, and when someone is treating you badly, it's always good to tell an adult. So the reason we are creating this episode is um, on on compassion and love, is not to convince you to stay quiet when you are being mistreated. The intention for us is that we wanted to show you how you can accept your own emotion and feelings. And then dig a little deeper into your own emotion and find out the reasons why someone else is also acting badly from their side. You know, for sure, it is really, really hard to deal with that kind of situation as a kid and even as an adult. And I understand、um, all those situations because I have been a kid before. Yeah, but you know what? There's this dad、um, from Houston, Texas, whose name is Albrey Fontaine. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this video online or not, but he took a very unique approach in terms of helping his son、uh, to deal with a bully.、Um, he actually sat down and had a heart-to-heart conversation with the boy who bullied his eight-year-old son,、um, Jordan. As a result, Elbria found that this boy actually came from a homeless family who didn't have clean clothes to wear, and so he himself was actually be- being picked on by other kids in school. Yeah, I have heard that story. Later, Aubrey started a GoFundMe campaign for this boy and his family, and raised more than thirty k. He treated this boy like his own son, and now became best friends with his son. Yeah, so this kind of story、uh, showed us that we should also try to understand and and to、um, try to deal with people who mistreated us. Um, being understandable towards、uh, the other person, meaning that we are always choosing to have the positive outlook for even really bad situations, and also really having a hope of,、um, I mean, a sense of hope that everything will get back, get better. You know. Okay, we've said enough about compassion and empathy. We hope this is something you can learn and enjoy as well. Stay tuned for our next series, Small Hearts, Big Love. I'm sure you will love all the guests and the stories that we'll be bringing in. Exactly. Thanks, Ria, for introducing this episode with me. I am very excited to have you on board as a co-host. I cannot wait to push this series out, and I hope everyone can look forward to the great stories. Again, this is Spark by Entrepreneur Kid, where all kids are empowered to learn, create, and become. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And I am your host, Lee. I am the co-host, Ria. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Spark Creators podcast at PeachandPlumLab dot com.